Banter bits. Hey, and welcome to a little thing we call banter bits. Banter bit. Ban- bitter banner. Banter. Wait, did I get just get the name wrong? Bitter banter. Bit, bit, bit. No, banter bit. Banter, banter bit. Welcome to the first banter bit that we've done in uh, ages. Age. Wait, I'm not wearing my headphones. That's how, how old is a coon? Problem. How old do they grow to? A coon? I don't know. I should have had my Google turned on. Could've okay, Google. It. How old do raccoons live till? Although captive raccoons have been known to live over 20 years, their life expectancy in the wild is only 1.8 to 3.1 years. Wow. Really? That's not very long. No. Well, it's, well, it's a dangerous get... life. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Trying to cross <laughs> highways. Through and... <laughs> digging through trash and stuff. And... Yeah. Automobiles. Yeah. Anyway, so now we have to ask the question, Is has it been a wild coon's age or has it been a domesticated coon's age? Uh, I don't know. True enough. Oh, I know. Uh, well, we are coming at you right after the Google event, uh, which I have to say I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited about. I'm glad you showed up for it. Yeah, there's some pretty cool stuff being shown there. Yeah, so we thought we would just record some of our um, impressions, and uh, so let's just go around the room. Ryan, what did you think? Overall, I thought it was really well done. You know, I liked the few shots at Apple they threw in there. That was kind of cool. <laughs> um, yes, of course. I'm excited about the new Google Home Mini. I'm probably going to order one later today. Uh, range is, uh, it doesn't range. It's $79 Canadian, which is nice. Available in the store now. They also have a new Google Home speaker, which competes with the Apple HomePod. Right. Sounds really, really good in the video. Um, has a lot of the same features as the HomePod, but it's a little bit more expensive. So Yeah, I figured for sure that would be the first thing you'd be ordering. No, I don't have $400. No? Not for that. Alrighty. No. 79 I can handle because I can just throw it in my bedroom. But other than that, you know, the rest of it was all kind of the visual stuff. You know, the Daydream view, the Pixel phones. Yeah, the Pixel, the Pixel phone. You know, I made a snide comment when we were uh, when we were live tweeting about, uh, hey, did you know that this uh, this uh, camera actually can act as a phone too? Because they they spent more time going on about the camera on the thing than they did about the uh, the phone, I think. But um, yeah, pretty uh, pretty slick uh, camera system built into that thing, and uh, and uh, pretty sweet phone as well. So, question is, are you going to upgrade your Pixel? No, no. Well, not yet. Not yet. Okay, well, let's you know, let's just uh, go over point by point the major announcements, and then and then just chat real quickly about each of them. So let's start with the uh, the Google Home Mini that was announced, uh, which is it's essentially it looks like it's a it's a competitor to the Amazon Echo Dot. Echo Dot. Uh, so it's a very small sort of a puck, about about the size of a small puck, and it's retailing for forty nine dollars US. Yeah, seventy nine Canadian. Uh, which I don't know. Does that is that a competing price point it between is. the the Echo Dot? What's yeah. the Echo Dot worth? I think it's the same. I think it's like forty five. So yeah, yeah, it's it's virtually pretty much same. the same. Yeah. Um, looks to looks to do everything that the the regular home can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it comes in three colors. They they very much went on about how it would 
you can incorporate it into your your home decor. Well, and think about it. You could put one in your kitchen counter and have it read out recipes to you. You could have it beside your bed as your alarm clock or as your regular just information entertainment system. You could have multiples throughout your house and have whole house audio. Yeah, and that's really what they sort of they, they sort of really kept coming back to is that you could have you could have one in every room and And you can do that with the echoes too. Well, you know, here's the thing. The thing about all these the, the Google ecosystem in general, uh, Google Assistant is is really what is making it such a powerful tool. Yep. Uh, absolutely. Now, there was one thing they were talking about with the Google Assistant that I wasn't aware of before. I did not know that it would recognize different people's voices and and uh, um, deliver content to them yep. bas- based on yep. who they are. Yeah, I can set up different profiles in my Google Home app. That That's really cool. And so Linda could actually say, you know, call Steve, and it would call her contact Steve, not my contact Steve. Right. It's yep. pretty slick. Or call mom, even, yeah. and it, it knows whose mom right. to call. Let's talk. They 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 talked a lot about um, improvements to home automation, which is near and dear to ex- the accessibility topic. Yep. Um, some of the new features that are, are being included, and they talked to Nest, which, which I guess they're they're very big in home automation. Well, Google bought Nest. Oh, yeah. did they? Okay, a number of years ago. Yeah. So some some pretty slick stuff there. Uh, you know, again. Um, the, the closer we get to, to a smart home where everything can be automated, uh, you know, there's some serious accessibility implications there. The only issues that I've kind of heard from other podcasters who have done the home automation thing with, you know, a Google home or an Amazon echo is if your Wi-Fi goes down, your security system goes down. That's a good point. Right. So now your house isn't armed. It's not being monitored. So what happens then? You can't remotely access it because you've got no internet. Right. So they need some sort of backup system. I suppose. Or, you know, I guess you can call your neighbor and say, go restart my router. But I mean, really, you'd be back in the same boat that you were in without any of the home automation anyways, which we assume that you've survived for many, many years (laughs) (laughs) without being able, you know, without Google being able to make your coffee in the morning. But everybody's getting into that, right? Smart locks and smart doorbells and... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But and, and you know, in, in terms of the mainstream, that's it's gimmicky. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I joked and I tweeted that you you know, all this home automation stuff would allow me to get up out of bed without actually getting up out of bed, because <laughs> <laughs> I, I can do everything from bed. I can just make coffee. I can turn the thermostat that's on. Right. I can start the shower. Yeah, yeah, as long as you can access your email, watch your Netflix. Good. Yeah, I mean, who who needs to get up anymore? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, they just need to build a robot that will go to work for me. and then <laughs> Exactly. Um, but uh, but no, so for the mainstream, it's a little gimmicky. But again, you know, for, for somebody who is living with a disability, this level of home automation could could really have some um, implications. Uh, even the, this idea of the video doorbell, yeah. right? Where video doorbell with face facial recognition. Mm-hmm. So somebody who's blind, somebody comes to the door, the system would actually be able to tell them who's at the door. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's that's huge. Yep. That's so, definitely a big deal. So so that's a, that's pretty exciting. Um, let's see. What else did they talk about? So the home minis. Okay. Well, let's talk real quickly again about Google Lens because I I really feel like Google Lens is the other the other piece of AT potential here. I think it's going to be a massive competitor to the Seeing AI app that's on Apple devices. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's going to 
object recognition, probably OCR, you know, just the videos they showed, it's pretty exciting. Well, you know, and especially when it's paired with, again, the Google Assistant. The Google mm -hmm. Assistant is the foundation that all this stuff is is based on that makes it so useful. Because if you can literally take a picture of something and it's using, you know, the the Google ecosystem to answer your questions about it or tell you what it is or give you, you know, any information that you want on it, that's really what is going to make it way more powerful than any sort of, you know, seeing eye app. Yep. It's going to be interesting to actually get it. Steve will get it before I do because he's got a Pixel. So we'll have to experiment with it once it comes Absolutely. out. Uh, we, they announced the Google Home Max, mm -hmm. which is basically a Google Home with, you know, a really powerful speaker. It's the HomePod competitor. It is it is the HomePod competitor. In fact, they're, I forget what they called their spatial awareness technology, but... It's virtually the same thing as, yeah. as the Homes Pod's using. So um, so they're catching up with, with Apple on that. we got to get you purchasing some Google products. I'm, you know, after this, I'm jazzed. Like, I actually, <laughs> I'm, I was like, I actually now really want a Google Home now. Go uh, get one. You can get one today at Best Buy. And no, but it's, okay, well, well, it'll be the old one, but. Uh, and then what else? What else? What else? What else? They're earbuds. They're oh, yeah. Earbuds okay. Let's, cool. let's talk about the the Pixel Buds. Pixel Buds. Yeah. That, the, that translation demo was really cool. Yeah. I mean, I tweeted out, like, basically the Star Trek Universal Translator is here. But that's it's nothing arrived. new because Skype's done it for the last year. You can have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with somebody in another country speaking their language and Skype translates it on the fly. So, I have not played with that. I've yep. not yeah, tested I that. I didn't even know that. I, yeah. I didn't know that either. Are you are you sure about that? Hundred percent sure. But I mean, the thing is, with these wireless earbuds, yes, uh, it, you're not tied to a PC. You're you're not. You can yeah. be out in on vacation somewhere and actually interact with people and and be able to translate on the fly. Well, think about you know if you're in another country or trying to order a meal, you know you could talk to your server, and they'd be able to understand you. You can understand them. There's, that eliminates that whole language barrier. In another country, think of this country. <laughs> yeah, sure. Going to, going to the Chinese restaurant or uh, yeah. you know, the authentic Chinese restaurant where, you know, the staff all speak Chinese. That's true. Or, uh, you know, going to uh, Quebec, mm -hmm. you know, yep. you, you get outside of uh, Montreal and suddenly there's people out there who only speak French or are only willing to speak French <laughs> sometimes. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean. Available at the push of a button. Yeah, that's, that's slick. But we also can't understate the potential, the, the fact that Google Assistant is built into these things mm -hmm. yeah. uh, as well. So you could have them in and you could answer your phone Yep. Uh, right from the earbuds. You don't have to pull your phone out. You could you could text. You could tell it to look something up. You could... You could be sitting on a bus and your Google Maps could be telling you where you're going and the directions. That's mm -hmm. right. So huge, huge mobility implications there. Uh, it, <laughs> Do you have a heart attack? You okay? No, no, no. I'm good. I'm just All of a sudden, his brain. I was waiting for someone. I thought one of you was going to jump in and agree with me or do something. I was giving, I was giving him some space. You know, uh, it was a weird, weird spot for yeah, a space. Yeah, it was it wasn't a weird spot for a space. It was. You go back you, when you edit it. Whatever. You go back and listen. It's Fine. like you just stopped. All of a sudden, you were talking, talking. 
All right, fine. Um, you got some aspirin eighty ones upstairs. Know, yeah. Right. <laughs> no, you know what I thought was interesting too, and I couldn't exactly tell from the pictures that they had, but I, it looked like there's like a a fabric loop at the top of the the earbuds. Yeah, I wasn't and really I sure thought what that I was. thought maybe that's basically a loop that would go around your ear to plug it in so that the damn things won't fall out of your ears and you would lose them like that's my that's why i, I was laughing at the the apple so kind of like earbuds, some bluetooth headsets have a clip that kind of sit over your ear yeah exactly yeah. exactly it looked like those had them i, I right. couldn't but really then when tell. we saw the subsequent pictures of it the, they weren't wearing them looped around their ear at all so so but maybe to, it's an option but if yeah, if it is it's a, it's a really good design option because that's that was my biggest fear about these Apple wireless buds that they came out with is that they just look like they're just ready to fall out of your ears. Uh, and then you, they, you're on the bus, they fall out, and they're gone. Yeah, so pretty expensive. Somebody too. steps on them or, or who knows. So, And, I mean, the, the, we could talk a little bit about the Pixel book. Yeah, the Pixel book. You know, I, I was looking at that thing and uh, thinking – you know, I just bought myself a Samsung S3 tablet because I needed a <laughs> an Android tablet to demo uh, the uh, the uh, Transformer HD from Enhanced Vision Systems, and uh, now now I have instant regret. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> I want one. Yeah, it it looks pretty amazing. I mean, it's essentially the new generation Chromebook. Yeah. So it's it's a tablet with you know the keyboard attached. Can run all your same Android apps you've had on your phone. The nice thing is you can also have offline storage, so you don't necessarily have to be connected all the time. Right. Which is really slick. Yeah, solid state drive, mm-hmm. i5, i7 processors. Did they give us a price? Because I don't remember the price. Yeah, it was. I think it was around nine. Was oh, right, nine grand. Yeah, it, it, it was starting at nine uh, at a thousand bucks. Right. So that would be the US. low end i5. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So I mean pricey, but especially for educations, because Chromebooks have always had the low dollar two ninety nine, three ninety nine, you know, in education. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think that's meant to compete in that space, though. That one isn't no, yeah, but this is, you know, the lower end Chromebooks have always been adopted by education the last few years. Yeah, right. this this is probably going to go more to your, uh, you know, your university student who wants, right. uh, you know, a, a higher end. Your businessman on the go. Yeah. Yeah. Although. I don't know. Depends what kind of business you're in. You know, I I, uh, I tried setting up my uh, my tablet to uh, to be kind of my remote office, so I could get into my QuickBooks and stuff with it. And it's just the the QuickBooks on Android is just not quite there. Hmm. So, which is a shame. That's more of a, a criticism of, thing, of yeah. QuickBooks. But um, but even so, you know, there's still there's still holes in what you can do on Android versus what you can do in Windows. Right. Um, so I would say overall, I I came out of this more excited um, about about the Google ecosystem and the Google products. I mean, uh, you know, both on on a a geeky techie level, but also on a on an accessibility level. I think that there's some there's some real potential here for all these products. Well, and if people dig into it, you can use your Google Home to turn on your TV using your voice. You can cast stuff from your phone to your Chromecast all using your voice. You know, there's so much potential for this technology. And it's only a matter of time before the pe- you know, more and more people embrace it. Because it's not going away anytime soon. I really like the uh, the little wearable camera. 
um, and I see all kinds of potential for that uh, in in the accessibility framework. Now that was called the uh, uh, I forget clip pixel clip pixel clip yeah I yeah. think so. So so if you're wearing this camera and you're walking around, I, it gets me to thinking of a device like the Buzz Clip, you know, which is really a single function device. It it tells you how far away you are from from something. Something like that with the correct software behind it could be giving you so much more information. It could be telling you how far you are from something. It could be telling you who's approaching you. It could be telling you, um, you know, it could be describing the the street ahead of you. Um, it, it could be giving you a ton of information. That's um, very true. If if it was set up in such a way to, to deliver that in a meaningful fashion to, to somebody who was, say, visually impaired. You know, you, you look at, okay, here's, here's, again, the difference between an AT device versus a mainstream device. That little camera is 99 bucks. Right. A buzz clip, I think, is Canadian 140. Is no, it, I think they said the it, Pixel Clip was 249. Was it 249? Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Sorry, I'm thinking of something else. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's 249. But, but uh, you know, if you're, if you're comparing... A single function device to a consumer device mm-hmm. um, that could potentially do so much more. You get the economy of scale, which you need to keep the price low, and then on top of it, you've got that whole Google ecosystem that you can access through it. Yeah, I mean, think how powerful that would be if you're wearing that and it's talking to your Pixel Buds. Yeah, and you've got the power of Google Assistant. You could literally be walking. And it'd be like, oh, hey, look, Fred is approaching you. He's 20 meters away. Well, even if you didn't have a smartphone or a Pixel phone or a phone that had, you know, Google Lens or OCR ability, you could buy one of these cameras and use it for object or object identification in your yep, house. For sure. There's a can of soup, can of beets. It could you be. Know, this is my prescription for whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Google Assistant and Google Lens, if, if that's all built into that, uh, Wow. It it could really, really make a huge difference. Now, here's another question for you guys. Uh, Something else that they talked about with the design of the new Pixel 2 is that uh, the ability to activate it by squeezing it. What did you guys think of that? Well, I thought it was a little gimmicky until they said, I think it was, it had the ability to intelligently discern the squeeze gesture. Right. So I don't think it's necessarily going to go off in your pocket all the time. Um, it'd be interesting to see if you can actually calibrate it. But again, in terms of, of mobility and accessibility, that seems to me that, like that's kind of a that's kind of a big deal. Um, it would be it it because I imagine if you're blind and you're, you're 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 grabbing your phone, I mean, it can be awkward. Well, that's why you need the earbuds. Then you just use your voice. You don't have to grab your phone. Sure, but if you have well, your phone, I mean, I mean, you don't have to grab your phone now. I that's can, true. I can say, okay, Google to my phone right now. Yep. And, and yeah, go away, Google. But if your phone's in your pocket. Sorry, my phone's my phone's now trying to tell me something. Your phone, my phone, Rob's phone, yeah. my yeah, Google Home. I don't know why my phone didn't drop. Because um, you haven't set it up. So, well, I don't know. Do you think this has? Do you think it has accessibility implications? Do you, do you, would it, would that make it that much easier? It's another option. Yeah, it it is another option. Um, you know, if you're nonverbal, that that could be handy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're in a, a a quiet space it can be handy um you know is it earth shattering nah but you know it's it, another option it's it's interesting it's it's at very least interesting 
And I don't think they're the first to do this. I think HTC did this on one of their phones last year. Oh, yeah. is that right? Yeah. What'd you think of the Daydream VR? Uh, it looked cool. It looked cool. Yeah. Uh, it's not what I'm looking for in VR. Mm-hmm. What I'm looking for in, in, in VR is, is uh, augmented, rea- augmented reality, not uh, not virtual, virtual reality. Yeah. yeah. You know, I want I want the... I want the heads up display. Yeah. You know, as I'm walking down the street and, you know, I want it to tell me who I'm talking to because I can't remember names. <laughs> you know, th- those are the kinds of things that would be useful to me. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not a big uh big gamer. Mm-hmm. But, but that's but that's got to be coming because oh, all these pieces are being put in place. They've yeah. got they've got the the HoloLens facial, started it, you know. And they've got the 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 facial recognition stuff on the go. They've got They've got the augmented reality built into the Pixel 2 phone, and they've got the VR. It's all a matter of, and they've got, you know, Google Glass. So it's all just a matter of combining it into the right product. I I don't think we're that far away from that, Steve. No. Yeah. The other thing that was, you know, interesting, I thought, was the ability to broadcast to your home. And again, Amazon started that. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. You can do that with the Echoes. You can... Say, you know, so-and-so, it's dinner time, and it'll broadcast it to their echoes in the house. See, so it's, it's, it's kind of interesting with this, with the race, right? Like the mm-hmm. arm, the voice assistant arms race, because, you know, there'll be an event, they'll announce a bunch of new features, and then the next manufacturer will take some of those things and go, okay, well, we need our version of that then. Well, that's kind of why I, I suggested we do the Amazon live tweet thing last week when they had their event. You know, because it would have been interesting to do a comparison. Right. But it sounds like it's all pretty much catch up anyway. So. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think Google is poised to, to be at way out front on, at all this, on all this stuff. Well, and the big thing I've always liked about the Google stuff is it's a more conversational experience. With the Echo devices, you, you have to enable the skills and each skill has its own way of activating it. It's not a consistent vocabulary that you use to launch each skill. With the Google Home, it's, you know, hey, Google, let's play a game. What game would you like to play? You know, and it gives you a list of options. Yeah, and not only that, um, you know, I, I, I keep coming back to the Google Assistant and how powerful that is, mainly because it's powered by the Google search engine. Mm-hmm. And um, nobody can compete with that. It's it's like Google has, like, the, the keys to the digital library of Alexandria, and it's like it's, it, you know, all the all the knowledge base is there and they have they have the ability to harness that and nobody else does what did they say they started out with like 25,000 different search indexes or something and they're now up to over a trillion it's nuts yeah it is just nuts yeah the amount of data that they're sitting on between pictures mm-hmm. and and you know voice recording text and, and text yeah my god it's there's so much yeah well and what about you know and this they didn't even really make a big deal out of this but my mind was kind of blown to the fact that you know in you're uploading pictures to google photos they'll auto tag the photos yeah. for you and yeah. make it searchable yeah like what what wtf like <laughs> honestly like it'll be like yeah do i uh, where are all my pictures of dogs mm-hmm. and you can you literally just type in dogs and every single picture that's of a dog is auto tag and unlimited storage for your photos. It's pretty pretty slick. You're not having to pay for a terabyte or three terabytes. It's unlimited photo storage. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. All right. Well, that would that's uh, that's our impressions of the most recent Google event. If and you watched it, send us your comments on it. We'd love to hear them. Otherwise, we will see you for our next episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs>